Well, good morning. Welcome to the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. I'm your host, Pastor John Fowler from the Gasway campus of the Pulse, along with today's date, which is Thursday, August the 4th. It's amazing how time is moving right along. I told Christy, I said, within a couple of weeks, I said, it's going to be the middle of the month again. Next thing you know, it's going to be Christmas shopping. I saw somebody post something on Facebook the other day. Uh, that said that uh, Christmas was like a hundred and some days away, and I'm thinking, dang, it is close. Glad to have you tuned in to the Pulse WV Live yesterday. If you haven't heard Brian Miller's uh, podcast, I encourage you to listen to it, and it's phenomenal. And so they have lifted the vaccine um, banned in Colombia, many in South America. So I hope to be going in February. I'm hoping that I can go in February and take a team of people because ministry is unreal in a foreign country. So we encourage you to uh, to be thinking about that. So uh, I need to call uh, Bill Perot from the Open Arms Foundation and work along with Brian and hopefully be able to get to uh, get to Columbia. Been there five times. Our, our children, John and Stephanie, or John and Lindsay, have been there. A daughter-in-law hasn't been yet, but I'm hoping that she gets to go too sometime. But uh, they've been, and as well as Christy, several times. So Mark and Jennifer, yes, they are celebrating 10 years of being together and, and uh, having an anniversary. I see Brady and Kathy watching today. Connie, good morning to you. Glad to have your tune, to you tuned in. Sandy Vance, glad to have you tuned in as well. And my son, John Christopher. Good morning, John. He's on his way from Lexington, Kentucky to meet his dad at 930. We have meetings scheduled throughout the day. I hope we can play a little golf in between. So, well, let's get started with the podcast today. Let me first of all tell you that we're broadcasting, let's see if I can do this right. We're broadcasting on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Rumble all live. Isn't that awesome? And then we will upload this podcast every day. And then we're on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. We're on all the networks. So I encourage you to promote it, get the word out, and then we can see souls helped and saved in Jesus' name. Well, Father, I pray you help us today in this podcast. And I pray, Father, that you lead us, guide us, and direct us. And I give you thanks and I give you praise and I give you honor because it is in the name of Jesus that we ask. Amen. All right, here we go. The title of the podcast today is study the test. And so I wrote this question down, did this yesterday afternoon, uh, and so I, I, thought this was, uh, I thought this was good for all of us. If you take a test and you fail it every time, or even if you don't fail it every time, what do you do to pass it? What do you do to pass it? So if you take a test and you fail it every time, or you fail it one time, what do you do to pass it? You study the test. I remember a flight test uh, that, uh, that I took, and man, I tell you what, it took me. I, I passed it on the third try. I was so close on uh, one and two, but then when I, got to, when I got to three and I retook it, I passed it. And what did I do to pass it? Well, I had to study. I had to clear my schedule. And I had to say, okay, I'm going to sit here until Jesus comes, until I get this test right. 
And then I got it right and I passed it. And I never, listen to this, I never have to take that test again. So I want to ask you, as you as you build your relationship with Jesus Christ, what kind of tests does he put you through? What kind of tests do you go through in your life that gives you a testimony? You cannot have a test, you cannot have a testimony without a test. And so, but the key to it is, is are you passing these tests or, or are you failing them every time? Because if you're failing them every time, then there is some kind of communicational barrier between you and God, and you can't seem to get it right. Understand something that with God, you don't fail tests, you do them over. You do them over until you get it right. So I wrote this down too. If you go back to review the areas that you scored weak in, and you apply time and effort to these areas, then you can pass the test. By applying time and effort to the areas that you are weak in, they become a strength. You become, you learn more because you spend more time in the areas that you're weak in. Now, one thing that I do not recommend you to do, that if you have a problem with uh, having an affair or if you have a problem with pornography or these kind of things, I don't encourage you to continue in that so that it becomes a strength. But one thing that you should do is realize what is causing you to fall over into temptation and to yielding into temptation. You need to study the test. Because people today continue to fail these tests, and they continue to repent, they continue to feel bad about it, but they're not making any headway on on stopping it. And it can be lying, it could be cheating, it could be stealing, um, it could be adultery, it could be fornication, it could be so many things within your life, and so you will continue to fail until you study the test and say, okay, why am I doing this? What is causing me to have problems in this area? So I wrote a couple things down. I got a scripture. If you got your Bibles, James chapter 1, 5 and 6 is where we're going to be today. I bet you thought I was going to read that scripture study to show yourself approved. I'm, I'm staying away from that one because this one's totally different. So here's a question. In your Christian life, Are there tests and secret areas of your life that you continue to be defeated in? Well, when you're defeated, that means you're failing. And the scripture tells us that we are made more than conquerors through him that loves us. We are more than conquerors. That means that we can figure this out. You know, it's it's like this, and here's here's one of the questions that, that I wrote down. Why do you continue to date losers or become codependent? And um, I heard somebody say one time that um, they went through a, went through a hard relationship that and the person that they married wasn't uh, wasn't um, outstanding. 
And so that's what this person was drawn to. Continuing one loser after another, after another, after another. One divorce after another. One relationship that failed after another. Well, you got to understand something that there's a problem if this continues to happen. Now, if, if the husband or the wife cheats on you, that kind of thing, then, then you have grounds for divorce. You can work it out if you choose, or you, can, uh, or you can divorce. And that's according to the Bible, not my opinion. Don't, don't go tell your husband because he cheated on you and say, well, Pastor John said I can leave your hind end. And uh, next thing you know, he's on the street. Well, then he's looking me up, going to try to whip me because I told his wife that it's okay to get divorced. No, the Word of God says that, not me. So here's some questions about taking the test. If you overeat, why do you overeat? Do you overeat because of stress? Then you can fix that. Do you overeat because you have a lack of respect for yourself? You can fix those things. What I'm saying to you, it's time. Well, write this down. It's time to break the cycle. It's time to break this cycle. You know, because if you're stressed and you decide that, uh, okay, because you're stressed that you overeat and then you're heavier than what you should be, or you, or you overeat because of a lack of respect for yourself, okay, then here's what you do. You begin to dig down and to write down things. Okay, why do I have a lack of respect for myself? This is studying the test. This is asking the questions. This is saying, okay, why do I continue to trip up in this area? And then you begin to deal with it. And this thing, this is thing is very important. Now, you know, I looked up a word a little bit ago that I read to you. Um, why do you, why do you become, you date, either date losers or you become codependent? Codependent means it's characterized by excessive emotional and physiological uh, reliance on a partner. Listen to this. Typically, one who requires support on account of an illness or an addiction. People become codependent on one another or on their situation. Isn't it awful? Let me ask you this. It's like I know people that have something that's coming up in the future. All right, it's coming up in the future. Well, that person's going to talk about that until that happens because they have nothing else to talk about. And it's amazing to me that people dwell on the negative instead of the positive. I get most of the negative as a pastor. A lot of times, you know, when my phone rings and it's somebody, it's, it's not always, hey, I want to tell you what God showed me. This was powerful, and uh, I want a soul to Jesus, blah, blah, blah. You know, most of the time when I get a phone call, it's because there's an issue or because something's happened which comes with the territory. I mean, it's part of it. But so you have to think of this. Okay, if you're, if you're taking anxiety medicine, why? What's causing you to be anxious? What you have to do is you have to dig down, 
drill down and find out and study the test. Study it. Say, okay, why? when did this start? And why is this happening? Because you can ask God for wisdom. Look at James chapter 1, 5 and 6. Listen to this. James chapter 1, 5 and 6. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men. He's no respecter persons with this. He'll give you knowledge. And he, I mean, and wisdom. Giveth to all men liberally. It means that means he's given it to you. Un, unbraideth with means that you've got it. Uh, you've got a. You don't have a limited supply of wisdom. He will give it to you. Not as if it shall be given to him. Now listen to this, verse six. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, nothing, not wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven to the wind and tossed. Because verse 7 says, But let not that men think that they shall receive anything of the Lord. But it says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So you have to ask yourself, the question is, why are you unstable? Why are you anxious? Why are things, because you have to understand something that these things, now, you know, someone who works in this area will probably, uh, will probably disagree with this. But these things are demonic. God did not cause you to be anxious. God did not authorize you to be depressed. You're, you're, not to, you're not to be that way. You're to live the abundant life. You say, well, why am I depressed? Find out why and study the test. Here's what wisdom means. The quality of having and experiencing knowledge and good judgment. The, the quality of being wise. See, I personally don't think that people use good judgment. And you've got to ask God for wisdom. So how would you do this? You would say, okay, let's say you're struggling in an area of lying. You, you lie to people. Okay, so you're wanting to stop. The Holy Spirit has convicted you. You say, Father, I need to quit this. Where did this come from? Well, then what you do is you begin to dissect this back and say, okay, where did this start? And then you ask yourself the question, okay, how do I stop it? You don't have to continue in it. Let me give you an example. Let me give you, uh, let me give you Romans, Romans chapter six. Listen to this. Romans chapter six, starting at verse one. Here's what it says. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we? that are dead from to sin live any longer therein. I get sick of hearing these Christian people say that they're a sinner. Well, yes, we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, but that is a statement. That is not a continuation. That doesn't mean that you have to sin every day. That doesn't mean you have to sin every moment. That doesn't mean that you have to get up in the morning and say, man, I can't wait to sin. Uh, honey, I, I, I'll be there in just a few minutes for dinner, but I haven't sinned yet. I've got to do that to make my day uh, uh, fulfilled. 
So, no, God forbid that we sin, that we live in a sin business. Now, can we sin? Yes, we can. But here's what the Scripture says. It says, if we sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Not when we sin, but if we sin. We have an advocate with the Father, who is faithful and just to forgive us. Good morning, Denise. Hope you're doing all right. Word of God, amen, hallelujah. This is the word of God today. This is what God's teaching us. So if you've got bad relationships, figure out why. You had bad marriages, figure out why. Study the test. If you continue to walk in addiction, study the test. Figure out what are the areas that you're weak in in your life, and then begin to study it and say, okay, why have I done this? Don't walk in denial that say you don't have a problem. Don't walk in a situation to say, well, I, I just, uh, I'm always going to deal with this. Well, who said? You know, somebody that, um, you know, just back to the center thing, you know, people say that, um, you know, that I'm always a sinner. I'm a sinner saved by grace. Yes, we are. And, uh, but we are no, to no, no longer walk in sin. And that's like people that, you know, haven't had a, a drink uh, and, and were in alcoholism, but got delivered from it, but they continue to tell people they're an alcoholic. Well, if you hadn't had a drink in 30 years, why are you still an alcoholic? If you haven't had drugs in 30 years, why do you label yourself as a drug addict? That's crazy. Because you have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of, his, of the testimony. There it is again. Test and a testimony. And God can use you in a mighty way. See, that's, a, that's where I get the part, I was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. God can turn your situation around, but you've got to figure out why. So look at, the, look at the weak links in your life. And, and I'm talking to me too. I'm pointing a finger at you, but I got three and a thumb back at me. The weak areas of your life, figure out where it started, what happened, and then ask God for wisdom on how to defeat it and how to walk in victory. God can do great things with you. I'm telling you, he wants to. He wants to do it. And let me tell you something. This will be the best day of your life if you just say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and live. Use me for your kingdom, glory, and honor. Help me, God. Let me tell you something. You prayed that prayer. You asked him to forgive you of your sins. Your name is now written in heaven. And if anything would happen to you in this day and you died, you would go to heaven and not hell. Isn't that exciting? <clears throat> Man, that's exciting. I'm telling you, you got to study the test, figure out the areas that you failed in, and figure out how to pass it. You do that in book work, why not do it in your relationship with Jesus? Amen. Hey, Jay Mace will be with us tomorrow, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us for the next edition of the Pulse WV Live. There are three different ways that you can give to this ministry, and I encourage you to be a part of this ministry and pray about uh, teaming with us, teaming up with us and becoming a partner. And you can do that by texting the word PULSE to P-U-L-S-E to 1-304-244-3187. Go to thepulsechurch.com and give through PayPal. Or mail your love gift to P.O. Box 141, Gasaway, West Virginia, 26624. Join us again tomorrow, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for the next edition of the Pulse WV Live. Please, before we go, 
Make sure you share, like, and subscribe. You can get this out to the multitude of people and let them know because Jesus loves you and he cares about you. Have a great day, everybody.